I got some good news and I got some bad news. The good news is artificial intelligence is finding its way into our devices, whatever it may be, and it's going to be making our lives easier, going to be streamlining, giving us better data, and just overall, I think it's going to have an overall positive impact to our lives. Bad news. It's going to increase our subscription models that we have to pay. And I hate subscriptions. I've said it time and time again on this channel. If you're new here, what I do is I marry all the facets of my education experience to some sort of digestible narrative. In this instance, it's going to be my education, artificial intelligence, machine learning, what I'm learning through the University of Texas program, and just everything else that I've done on this channel in terms of fitness, my background in law, and everything else. It's just whatever. That's just who I am. But I just want to keep focus in this episode of the podcast about subscriptions and why they're going to be going up. It has to deal with consumable models, as a service models, whatever you want to call them, and just computational power. Let's take Whoop for an example. I'm a big fan of Whoop. Love it. I've tried to go off of it. I've tried other devices like Aura Ring, whatever, and Aura does have a lot of similarities to Whoop. But I hate, hate, hate subscription models. I wish I could pay one just all out fee, own the device, use the device in whatever facet. And from a business standpoint, I've been totally focused on the fact that Whoop benefits from, and Aura to that matter, benefits from subscription models because they get recurring revenue, they've got predictable revenue, and they can just kind of tie people into the ecosystem, benefit for us. They consider it a low cost of entry to get a device. So whereas you would have to buy an Apple Watch for hundreds of dollars up front, you just have to pay one month to get Whoop in your hands and be using it. The other facets of it is when they upgrade the device, like when they went from the 3.0 to the 4.0, you just get the device, no questions asked. You don't have to pay for an all new device. Now, there's kind of an in-between there as far as what the benefit is from this monthly subscription required by Whoop and I guess required by us. There's computing power and, you know, on top of the value add of all the algorithms that we get as far as strain score and everything else. But on the back end, this is what I was trying to find. What are they using on the back end that I care about um, from the aspect of cloud computing? Let me fix this here. Share this. From what I could gather through some sort of an unverified Google search is Whoop uses cloud computing platforms like AWS, Azure, and GCP in its modern stack. Um, I think I actually found, okay, here. Whoop is a wearable technology company that stores customer data in AWS, RDS, and S3 services. Now, this is something through my program, if you're listening, um, what I'm doing now is I'm on the AWS platform. I've been able to get in here with EC2, Amazon SageMaker, and create pretty cool custom AI models um, for my class. And I stick purely with what is free. Free, free, free. They charge by the second. AWS charges by the second based on how you're consuming their services. So in here, I use EC2, which is a uh, cloud computing platform on AWS, and I get up to 750 hours, and it was just eaten up to my fault. I left something running um, fairly quickly. And there's just certain aspects that you can use, which really don't give you a lot of power, but enough to play around with, learn the platform, and that way you're able to maybe scale and give your services to 
a company that is willing to pay, like Whoop. So you can see here, it, it's, it's tiered, it's based on models, and you can flex up and down. That's kind of what it comes to when we're talking about the use of AI. For people to have some sort of on-premise, on-site, completely solidified platform, they got to buy the the NVIDIA GPUs, which have like a year-long lead time now, and they, they're just not able to grow at the scale or, you know, they, they would buy this complete infrastructure to manage all these users and hope they can fill it. So they're living off a bunch of debt. And then when they fill it, they got to kind of forecast and have to try to build out their own data center to help keep up with potential demand. And then again, it puts them in debt, whereas they can rely on things like Microsoft Azure, Google Cloud Platform, or AWS, where they can do a more consumable model, which gets kind of passed all along. Well, not kind of. It does get passed along to us as a customer that we pay monthly. So instead of having to forecast, build out these crazy data centers, then they're able to uh, just use consumable as a service models like these cloud platforms, again, Microsoft, Amazons, and Google. And I, I kind of confirm this is what they're doing. I, I really think there's no other way around it. Uh, this this data engineer posting what they wanted was someone with experience um, contribute to the Whoop, uh, the development of Whoop's modern data stack, which is built on cloud computing platforms. Um, for example, AWS, Azure, and, and Google Cloud Platform. You know, they're not fully revealing what they're using um, except for potentially whatever resource this is stating. Oh, I guess it's actually pulling from, well, it's pulling from Wikipedia, so I'm not sure if I can confirm that. But also security and privacy on Whoop's website saying that they are using AWS. So it makes sense. And it's it's not just Whoop. It's, you know, for example, like when I go and I'm at checkout for Aura Ring, it's... You, you buy the ring, it's $300. They kind of are going up front with a lot of the cost, you know, against the model of Whoop. And then it's going to be six bucks a month afterwards. So they're getting their money up front. And then, you know, they're, they're coming out even. It just depends on if you're going to be paying more up front or you're going to be paying more of a monthly subscription. And that's what we're seeing with all of these artificial intelligence offerings is they have to leverage these cloud computing platforms and that is getting passed along to us. They're paying potentially monthly subscriptions at the minimum. And when they flex up and down, they're able just to do that just based on the scale of the amount of customers they have. So artificial intelligence, incredible, but subscription models, I hate it. <laughs> I, I don't think there's going to be a solution. I don't think anybody's going to be able to get these NVIDIA H100 GPUs, A100s, whatever one they need to run whatever artificial intelligence model that they have for the consumer. They're just going to continue to leverage the monsters within the industry, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google, who are going to be able to continue building out these incredibly powerful, massive data centers. You do have certain instances of uh, Tesla, for example, doing their their dojo. And I'm just curious. Uh, I don't drive a Tesla. Uh, is it a monthly subscription? Full self-driving capabilities. Wow, wait, it is? Huh. 
I actually didn't know that. Subscription pricing on Tesla. Your vehicle's uh, auto basic or enhanced autopilot will determine the FSD capability subscription price. Um, basic autopilot to full service, um, full self-driving capability, $200 a month. Enhanced autopilot to, I mean, yeah, it's not surprising based on everything I've said, but I didn't realize it was that much. Is it really that much? You want to pay $200 a month for your car to drive yourself? Again, it, it, it does make sense. Like you, you got to be able to flex up and down your cloud computing capacity. You got to pay for the system. They got to be able to continually build upon it as more drivers come online in the system and they're needing computing power and the inference on their side. And it's just the nature of artificial intelligence. And I'm curious as we go forward, does the cloud computing ability become cheaper at larger scale? Or is it going to continually just remain flat and the price is what it is just because of the price of the hardware to service us as the consumers? That's going to be the question. So just thought, you know, I love learning new things, adapting what I'm learning to everyday life, as well as with everything else I've already learned within studying uh, different facets of business or law or whatever. And just love sharing stuff like that with you. So if you hate subscriptions like me, well, they're here to stay. Oh, by the way, if you want to support the podcast, got a number of links below in the affiliates. Also, I like wearing Chubbies. Chubbies has been so kind to send me a number of clothing as an affiliate. And just, you know, I, I should share. And I, I love the fitting and the athletic material that they use. And it looks good. So if you want to support the channel, use any of the links below. And I would appreciate it. Thanks for watching.